What's up, creative real estate investors? It is Adam A. Adams filling in today for Jason J. Lou Lewis. And in this episode, I'm going to talk about two things. The first thing that we're going to discuss is going to be a frequently asked question about if I should get my real estate license. And then the second thing is a little pet peeve that I absolutely have about what those real estate license people are called. Let's dive in. It's time for the Creative Real Estate Podcast, your source for out-of-the-box real estate investing strategies brought to you by ecospace.com. Now here's your hosts, Adam and Jason. Welcome back to the Creative Real Estate Podcast. I am your host, Adam A. Adams, filling in for Jason J. Lou Lewis. And as I mentioned earlier, we're talking a little bit about two things. I want to mention to you an FAQ that I just get all the time from new people and actually just happened. I, I don't remember where I was, but it was this week. Oh, I was in, uh, yeah, I was in Mexico. Kind of interesting. Yeah, I was, I was in um, Playa de Carmen and actually visiting this guy who is my trainer. So he he's helping me get my six pack. And he told me that he wanted to get into real estate. And so the guy's name is Maro. And Maro's like, Adam, so you're doing real estate investing and you've got this podcast company and that's really cool what you're what you're doing. And I've actually really want to get into real estate myself, he said. And so we were just sitting over over dinner, breaking my calories. I was breaking my macros in front of my coach in front of my physical trainer, having like ordered a double brisket, ordered this huge platter and I got double of it. And then I got some appetizer. Oh, bone, bone marrow, man, not everywhere has bone marrow, but it's like this buttery goodness. And it's just really fun to have. And since not everybody serves it, I practically get it every time I see it on a menu. And so I was ordering all of this stuff and we ate guacamole. And anyway, I, I far exceeded my macros. I hit, I think I hit 4,800 and something calories in that one meal in front of him. And he and I are talking about, he and I are talking about real estate investing. I let him know that I had just closed on, you might've heard me talk about this. I let him know that I had just closed on those three houses at, that I bought the portfolio from my my business partners. We were I had owned twenty five percent of these three properties, and just recently I bought out my other two partners who collectively owned seventy five percent. So I bought them out. I sold one of the properties soon after. Was able to pay down the loan because they are financed, and I just replaced a roof. And actually, one of my tenants passed away. What an awesome lady she was. Unfortunately, she passed away. So I'll probably record another episode here in a moment to talk about what we're doing with this rental after our resident, our tenant, actually passed away. Luckily for us, she passed away in a hospital. I think that if she passed away in the house, it would leave a stigma of the house. I'm going to create another episode. It'll probably follow right after this one about that. But in today's episode, we're talking about this conversation that Maro and I had. And he basically said, should I... Now, he lives in Mexico, mind you. He was born in Sweden. He lived in Spain for several years. And then he just moved to Playa de Carmen. And so I flew into Cancun, got a cab down there, stayed there for a couple of days and just enjoyed my time. 
with him. And he's asking like, hey, man, I really want to do what you do. And I'm like, you mean have a podcast agency and, and help other podcasters? You're doing so well with getting me my six pack and getting other people feeling healthy. Why would you want to do that? And he goes, no, I mean the real estate investing. I've looked you up and I know that you own all these apartment buildings. I know that you own other houses. I know that you have the podcast on podcasting with Jason. Jason's the main host, even though I have frequently recently put out some episodes. He goes, I've, I've listened to a bunch of your episodes. You've got over 600 there. And so we're having this conversation and I'm like, here's what you could do. And I started talking to him a little bit about how to get involved. And we talked about some short-term rentals and that I might be interested in partnering with him if they're going to be in Playa de Carmen because, man, I loved the place. It was my first time there. I want to go back. And I love investing. I love creating investments, especially if the investment will help my lifestyle. And part of my lifestyle is that I enjoy traveling. I love being able to go different places. This week, I'm heading to St. Louis for a little while, and then I'm going to fly it to another city to do a CrossFit competition. And I'm really looking forward to that competition. And it's just that time freedom, that, that money freedom that the passive income allows me to be able to do where I can go to St. Louis. I can go to Mexico a couple of days ago. Then I can go to St. Louis for a few days. Then I can go down to the city where this CrossFit competition is going to be, where it's doubles. And then the week after heading out to most likely it has not been booked yet, but my kids want to go and check out Niagara Falls. And I just need to verify if we're going to be able to see the falls from the US side because they don't have their passports yet. And then we'll book it. And just that time freedom that it's just fantastic. So I'll always be involved in real estate. And we were talking about how it might allow me to be able to go to Mexico more often because it's just a beautiful place. And so I was like, I'll partner with you. So his main question to get to the effing point, you're like, get to the point, man, to get to the point. Here's the thing that he asked. He asked if he needed to be licensed. He was curious, like, how do you get started? What's the best way? And I let him know that he can, he can study. He was like, did you study before you did it? And I was like, well, actually I did. Yes. Back in college in around 2005. It was 2005 when I started investing in real estate myself. And I was in college at the time. And when I had sold that property in 2007, I made a shiz ton of money. I made a shiz ton of money. It was amazing. And I was like, whoa, I definitely want to do this. So I started taking classes. I started taking real estate classes actually at my college. My professor, if I can give you a small tangent, my professor is or was back then, well, still is the father of this person, but he was my professor, still is the father of this person. He of Maroon 5, the lead guitarist in Maroon 5, who lives in LA in some awesome mansion. My real estate teacher is his father. And so he was so proud of his of his kid. But I took two classes from him. I took the real estate in practice, which basically helps you to be able to be a real estate agent. And I took real estate law and which I did really well. I got, I think I got the absolute top score in both classes because I had just made all of this money by selling my property, my first property while in college. 
I was so excited about it. I soaked up real estate in this class. It was like 2007 when I took it. And I convinced myself that I was going to be a real estate investor. So guess what? I never, ever took, I never tried to get my license. So people always want to know, just like Mauro was asking me, my coach, my trainer, uh, just like he was asking me, should I get a license? Should I, should I learn? My answer to him is my answer to you. My answer to him was, you should learn the stuff. It doesn't necessarily need to be for becoming a real estate agent or even being focused on having a license. So there are other free ways to do it. One way is what you're doing right now. You're listening to this podcast. What, that's one huge benefit. That's one way that you can learn and grow and get to the next level. And it's for free. So check out all the free content that you can. Get books, listen to podcasts, many different real estate podcasts. You do not want only one person's opinion. Everybody approaches these things a little bit differently. And what's interesting is they all think that their way is the best way. I need for you to understand that if you're really going to be getting involved in anything, whether it's creative real estate, whether it's syndication, whether it's rentals, rehabs, fix and flip, short-term rental, business rental, nursing rentals, whether it's in-state, out-of-state, whether they're cheap houses, small houses, whether they're in primary markets, secondary markets, or tertiary markets, it's critically important that you get a little bit of exposure before you get started. I made a lot of mistakes that I did it wrong. So I'm talking tomorrow in Playa de Carmen and over dinner, (laughs) breaking my macros. And I'm just telling him, dude, you definitely freaking have to get some some education. Okay, you've got to learn, you've got to grow, you've got to get to the next level. And one of the best ways for you to be able to do that is in fact, for you to to get the education, to focus on the education, to pay, to pay attention to the education, and maybe even to pay for the education, get a mentor that you resonate with in that level. Just like I can watch YouTube videos about getting six pack, for example, I can watch a YouTube video on that all day long. And the principles could certainly help me. But I hired a physical trainer, a a virtual trainer, but a trainer for my physique, right? I trained a guy who helps business owners like me. I'm going to call myself a high-performing, high-achiever for the purpose of this because he trains high-performing, high-achieving people that are basically accredited. They're making decent money and they want somebody to help them. So I pay him a crazy amount of money for that, even though I could watch YouTube videos. I get it. So I want to get the free content. Look, even though I've got Maro as my physical, you know, my coach, my trainer for my six pack, I still look up YouTube videos. I, it probably annoys the hell out of him, but I, I'll watch a YouTube video and I'll take some of the principles and I'll ask him about it. And so I'm constantly in front of him, but I want him to be my main filter because I know that he's helped other high-performing, high-achieving business owners, not just in the real estate space or the podcasting space, but like with all sorts of businesses that are making multiple six figures and seven figures and possibly even eight figures. I'm not clear on that. I certainly do not make eight figures. (laughs) Let the record stand. But I know he trains other six and seven-figure business owners out there to be able to lose fat and show the physique 
by looking at their blood and doing all these things. And that's something that I wanted. I don't know if I needed it, but I certainly know that I'm getting more benefit and getting further and faster because I've got him in my corner. Same thing if you want to achieve greatness within the real estate space. You want to gain as much knowledge as possible. You might even want to take a real estate agent course. Okay, You might want to go and take a course like that. I'm not saying you should get licensed or not, but here is a misconception that a lot of people have. And then I'll end the podcast with this big pet peeve that, I, that I've got as well. The misconception before we get to the pet peeve is that Many people think that they are not allowed to buy real estate, invest in real estate, or sell their own real estate if they don't have a license. And what ends up happening to them is that they go in it with the intention of being a real estate investor and they get their license. And then they actually do something that they never wanted to do. And many of them, not all of them, not all of them, I'm not saying that, but many of them that have talked to me and poured out their hearts to me personally have said that they wish they weren't a real estate agent. They wish they, they didn't ever take those classes because now they feel stuck inside this, this business that makes them a good amount of money. Like they do, the ones that I'm talking to, not all, but the ones that I'm talking to, they're making like, you know, six grand, 10 grand, 20 grand, 40 grand a month sometimes. Not, it's kind of up and down, obviously. It always will be but they're frequently above the 10,000 a month threshold. Many of my friends that are real estate agents, but they are sad. A lot of them are sad. They never wanted to do that. Now, uh, let me just say, Jason Lewis, who's the, the other host of this podcast, I hate to say it, but he does better than some of those people that I was talking about. He's really crushing it. He owns a brokerage. And he loves what he does and he's freaking good at what he does. And he finds a way to still travel. He finds a way to still, he buys like planes, airplanes, and he flips them. I think he's got one of those planes that he like flies to the Ozarks sometimes. And perhaps as I understand it, I think he lands on the water, which is kind of rad, right? So Jason's living the dream. He has tons of investments, tons of different types of investments, uses a lot of creativity in his investments, just like this podcast teaches and preaches. Huge shout out to him. He's one of the ones who absolutely loves what he does and he freaking crushes it. There's some that feel stuck, like the golden handcuffs stuck. And they only wanted to have passive income, but they're not getting any passive income. Jason's got the passive also. As I, I think that he's in the position today where he doesn't need to work, you know, he never needs to work. He would be fine, but he, he freaking loves it. He's doing it. He's crushing it. Right. And so there's all of the options if you get a real estate license or if you just take the education for the license, but don't ever try to hang your license anywhere. I'm just saying clearly that many people wanted to be involved in real estate investments having only passive income, but they end up only getting active income and they get accustomed to paying a certain amount. They get accustomed to this, we'll call it a $10,000 a month lifestyle. And they basically spend it all. Like, no offense. It's great. They basically spend it all. They have crazy, shiny cars, crazy, shiny houses, crazy, shiny watches, crazy, shiny suits, and crazy, shiny 
shoes. And they don't have any money to put into real estate investments. So they always thought that that's where they wanted to go, but they never went there. And they're sad about it, but they're kind of stuck doing this one thing. And they have this lifestyle that they have a hard time figuring out how to change it. So I'm just saying, get your education in all of the ways that you can. If you don't want to be a real estate agent, then don't be a real estate agent. You will work whatever job you have. It matter. I don't care if you're a teacher. If you've ever played the game cash flow, you realize that in many ways, a teacher can get out of the rat race faster depending on the decisions they make with the money. It's not how much you make, it's how much you keep, Robert Kiyosaki will say. Then a doctor, attorney, lawyer, or real estate agent, a teacher with a more humble salary has the potential if by making the right decisions on how much money they keep and investing it wisely instead of spending it on kids and clothes and cars and uh, some of these other things, just take money out of your pocket is what I'm trying to say. Depreciating asset. Anyway, so those are some things to think about. Now, here's my pet peeve. Here's my pet peeve. When we say real estate agent, a lot of people say this, and please write it down, realtor. Just write realtor, R-E-A-L-T-O-R. Many people, it seems a very like common thing that they will have a three-syllable word. They will say realtor, realtor, realtor. It's not what it freaking is. There's no such damn thing as realtor. It's not even a word. They're making it up and they're adding a syllable, adding an I in the middle of it where it doesn't belong. And so that's my pet peeve that I just wanted to share with you. You get away from it. Just say real estate agent, real estate broker, real estate agent, real estate broker in most cities and states is somebody who manages other agents. But in Colorado, where I live, a real estate, even the lowest one, like the starting person, technically has a broker's license, but they're not a managing broker. Anyway, with that said, realtor, 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 not realtor. And it just drives me effing bonkers, especially when somebody's a real estate agent and they're like, I'm a realtor. They're not a realtor because there's that's not a real thing. <laughs> it's not a real thing to be a realtor. It's a real thing to be a realtor. Anyway, I know this that's a lot, but I think that it could be helpful for some of you, especially if you have a license, to stop saying it wrong. Just as a tangent with that, to, and this is a thing that my real estate, the person that I took real estate law from and real estate in practice, it was his pet peeve as well. He talked a lot about it. The guy that, if you remember, whose son is in the band Maroon 5, or at least was back then in 2007 when I was taking from him. Point being that it was a big pet peeve for him. And he mentioned and, and taught us what is real tour. What is real tour? Well, a real tour is somebody who is a member of the Association of Realtors. And the word realtor has a capital R and probably a little uh, copyright sign or trademark sign by it. Basically saying that not every real estate agent is a realtor. 
Okay, not all of the agents out there become a member of the association of realtors. So by using the word realtor, it's not even always true. And secondly, most of y'all keep making it a three-syllable word instead of a two-syllable word. That's what I learned from him back in 2007 when I was learning it right before I graduated college. And I wanted to pass that along to you since we were already on the subject of should I get my license? How should I learn? Do, do you recommend me teaching, learning? And I'll end this podcast episode with the fact that I did join. I did join the lowest level at Robert Kiyosaki's group, which is basically, I think it was a four-day back in 2007. I think I did a four-day event privately with Robert and his team in Salt Lake at the top of the Wells Fargo building back in 2007. I I remember it like it was yesterday. And so I took that education, which I believe cost me about $3,500. So I spent that money and I think it was money well spent. I think now today, looking back on it, I wish that I knew about podcasts uh, because I probably would have got the same amount of value for less, but it was really cool to have the whole team pouring into me and my partner back then. So there's that. And then additionally, when I wanted to get involved in real estate, I have been in multifamily since 2008, right after graduating from Robert Kiyosaki's Rich Dad Academy. And then I started getting, my first thing was uh, multifamily because I learned from Robert that his main thing was multifamily. He believed back then in multifamily more than single family. He's never invested in single family, in fact. Well, back then, at the time, he told us that he had never been in single family. He had only done multifamily. He owned his like wallet business and then he owned another business. Point is that I graduated from that, went directly into, into multifamily, and then about... And then I bought my first multifamily in 2008. And then after, what, nine years of experience or whatever it was, so like in 2016, in 2016, I was already in multifamily for like nine, eight years or whatever it was back then. And I took an education with a, with a big company that it cost, I believe, $42,000. No, it was like 39000 about forty grand plus tax, which is like forty two. Ish, but it was like 39K, 39,995, I think is what we paid back in 2016 for to learn how to syndicate. Like we already were, me and my partners already were in multifamily prior to this, but we had never syndicated a deal. What syndicated means is like uh, raising money from other people. And so we spent that 39,000 plus dollars in order to make sure that we were doing it right, doing it legally. And, and so I'm a huge proponent of paying people. After that, just so that you're aware, like I paid other coaches and mentors, business coaches and mentors, joined masterminds, Trevor McGregor, one of my absolute favorite coaches that I ever had. It's strange that I only hired him for six months because he, he, the guy still, still telling people, I just got a client for my podcasting company that is a client of Trevor's. And the guy says, hey, should I, should I hire Adam Adams? And Trevor's, Trevor said something like, 
Absolutely. Yes. There's no question you need. If you're going to have a podcast, you need to have Adam. And so this guy called me and he's like, Trevor McGregor told me. And so here I am thinking, man, I owe that guy. I owe Trevor. Like he keeps telling people about how good we are at helping podcasters. I need to join his coaching, but we have, I already have so many different coaches, mentors, masterminds that it's like, it's hard. Anyway, so here's the takeaway. I absolutely believe in this stuff. I absolutely think that you should, will, and ought to put money into the growth as well as getting as much free education as you can. Paying, hiring coaches, mentors for anything that you want to grow in. And I probably, I'm saying this publicly now, I'm probably going to hire Trevor again, in part because I just want to thank him for all the business that he gives us. But um, he's an amazing guy. Trevor, if you're hearing this, huge shout out to you. I appreciate you. I care about you. Everything that you've done for me is, is tremendous. And I've seen what you've done for other people like Joe Fairless and his growth. And uh, man, you're one of a kind. You're the kind of person that I strive to be. I'm going to end this podcast episode and I'm going to record another one specifically for you to be able to hear what I did after my tenant passed away, Mrs. Bishop. And till next time, think outside the box. Thank you so much for listening to the Creative Real Estate Podcast. And if you got value from this episode of the podcast, please take the time to leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Give us a written rating and a review. We'd really, really appreciate it. I'm going to let you go. But until next time, think outside the box. 